It is episode 92 of the Say Hey Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Doug Hayes, a.k.a. Say Hey Doug. It is December 20th, 2022. Rob, we're five days away from Christmas. I believe we're in the second day of Hanukkah. It's the holidays, my bro. <laughs> it's the holidays. And happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Or happy Hanukkah. Got to be inclusive, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, everybody out there, Kwanzaa's <laughs> coming, so that's yeah, that's exciting if you celebrate that too. But quite frankly, Doug, I'm not happy this morning. I, I, I've had a rough couple of days. My Dallas Cowboys blew a 17 point lead on Sunday to like the worst franchise in football history, besides the Cleveland Browns. So okay, that sucks. Then last night, for the first time in like probably 20 years, our Sacramento Kings. Or a ten point favorite against a, a, another NBA team, not not a junior high team or a church league team. No, they were a ten point favorite against an actual NBA team. They lose outright on their home court. Doug, you were there. I was I, there. Yeah, I know you had nothing to do with it, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> and, so this morning, I, I wiped the slate slate clean. I was feeling nice, going through my morning routine, doing the things that I do, and because Carlos Correa is getting announced, press conference. The whole parade, the whole extravaganza for him today. I guess not. It gets <laughs> postponed, canceled for unknown reasons. And I wouldn't worry about it, but this is the Giants. If anybody could fuck this up, it would be the it would be the Giants. <laughs> so I, I I'm just I, I'm on a Daryl spiral these last couple of days. I need something good to happen, and I need it to happen like right now. Uh, let's let's come up with some of our best conspiracies here as to why Carlos Correa's uh, post our press conference was postponed. Okay, number one, like realistically, we're hearing that like you know test whatever physical. I don't we don't know what kind of test not passed yet or whatever. I'm sure, that'll all come to fruition. But we got to come up with some fun stuff, right? I sure. want to hear yours sure. first. What do you got? Well, first of all, he might have sobered up. I mean, I think he's been. <laughs> Getting down for a week, signing that contract, and then he came to realize, oh, my God, I'm going to play for the Giants. Oh, wait, hold on. Time out. He, he, he did I sign anything? Yeah, wait. Did I actually sign? I don't know about this. He probably called Scott Boris and said, um, was every other team out on me? Was it just down to the Giants? So that could be it. He probably having second thoughts. Um, I, I, I put out this tweet earlier. I was just being funny, but it could be true. Maybe he wants to move his press conference to Christmas because he's supposed to be our Lord and Savior. <laughs> So maybe it's it's an ego thing. And, you know, if I was getting paid $350 million over, you know, 13, 14 years, yeah, I, I'd be feeling you know, pretty good about myself too. I'd be feeling like everybody's Lord and Savior. So that's just a couple. Or or maybe he just doesn't know how to read and write. And he's 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 going over the fine print right now or somebody's doing it for him. I mean, some of that stuff takes a while. But as far as the uh, testing goes, yeah, I mean, I – He's 28 years old. I mean, unless he's tested positive for PEDs, I, I don't know what that could be about. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, like, we've seen a lot of panic on Twitter this morning, which is kind of comical. But it's like, you know, who like, he's going to be fine. He's going to be a giant, you know, like, there's, it's just funny seeing all these people panic. What? Whatever. But, but you're right, though, what you said a couple minutes ago. It really doesn't get more San Francisco Giants than this. It's true. Yeah, we're we are very jaded. This is this is probably the biggest press conference since to introduce, introducing a player since 
Bonds, and the most recent for a big acquisition since like Johnny Cueto or Aaron Rowan or Barry Zito. I mean, th- those are those have been the Giants' big offseason acquisitions. So yeah, I, I can. That's not a lot to brag about. So I can understand why fans are a little hesitant and scratching their head, going, "What the fuck's going on this morning?" Because <laughs> the, I mean, today was a coronation. You know, it was supposed to be a, a wonderful day, and the opening up a door to a new beginning. We're putting behind the Buster Posey, Brandon Belt era, and Bruce Bochy era, and opening the door to Carlos Correa and whoever else is coming. And now we gotta wait until God knows when. Sure, things are gonna be okay, my friend. Sorry, right. but I, I am still pissed. I am still pissed about the Giants or the the Kings last night. I'm with oh, you on that. That was dirty. Coming off of the, the Charlotte Hornets played, you know, on freaking Sunday, they're they're down one of their best scores in Terry Rozier. What did they do? They come out and they beat the Kings on the home court. Man, it felt so 2017 ish. I don't know. It was literally, just, it was literally, what every year since 2006. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Frustrating times uh, for Kings fans, but we'll be okay. We're still still above 500, which is all we can ask for in these last two decades. Uh, anyways, um, you know, st- speaking about Carlos Correa, I know we came off our our last episode where, uh, in case you've been under a rock, you know, we're we're talking about Ross Stripling and um, Sean Manaya getting announced to the Giants, and obviously they're not big name superstars uh, coming to San Francisco, but. Um, you know, with about five minutes left or whatever, uh, that's when the Correa news broke, and that was a fun ending. So if you haven't seen that or listened to that, make sure you go back and listen to episode 91 where um, you can listen to our live reaction of Carlos Correa signing with the Giants. But we didn't get to, like, go into, like, too much depth about, you know, Carlos Correa's impact that he's going to have with the Giants. Obviously, he's going to be here for 13 years. He's getting $350 million. Um you know, it was announced uh, at the end of last week, or it was put out there that it's, you know, sounded like Brandon Crawford, who's been the Giants' really, really good shortstop all these years, you know, the past decade, um, he's going to be moving over to third, and that's going to be with Correa at short. Um, you know, just initial thoughts, Rob, on on what you think, n- not really in regards to Crawford at short, or I'm sorry, Correa at short, but Crawford moving over to third. Like, what do you what are you expecting from from thirty five? I'm expecting uh, more Gold Glove uh, caliber play. I mean, the range wasn't there as as much last year. He still had his Brandon Crawford highlight plays, at, at, you yeah. know, over a shortstop. But the errors really really re- really picked up. You know, there were you know e- even even the ones that don't really count as errors, like. But the plays that you we have come to expect Brandon Crawford to make, he wasn't making those last year. So I'm thinking the change is probably you know maybe a good thing. You know you're you're gonna sh- you know, shorten up your range a little bit. You get a younger you know Gold Glove caliber shortstop in Correa over there. So it I expect things to be better. You know from the revolving door of Wilmer Flores, JD Davis, Evan Longoria. You know, David VR, Jason Vossler. I mean, god damn, the list goes on and on. The guys the Giants played at third base last year, and none were particularly good. So, I mean, uh, Longoria still plays, plays defense at a high level, but, you know, he he misses half the games. So, that didn't really help. So, I I expect uh, Crawford to make the adjustment uh, pretty fluidly. And, uh, you know, he's he, he's a pro, and I'm sure 
you know, we, we speculated about shit like this, but I'll, I'm sure it was discussed with him before they um, sure uh, allegedly signed Carlos Correa to a 13 year contract. So yeah, spring, it, it'll be interesting in, in, in spring training. I probably um, a lot more reps over there, you know, for, for him considering I don't Doug, is he, has he played one inning in his career at third base? I don't think he's played one out anywhere yeah. else besides shortstop in his career. I mean, yeah. I looked that up, but I, I don't think so at all. Yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to think off the top of my head, like uh, maybe in twelve when he got called up or eleven, whenever that was. No, I, I don't think so. But no, I I expect him to you know make you know make it pretty uh pretty easily, and yeah, just to get just to get some stability there. Like yeah, we we don't want that revolving door again this year over a third. Yeah, confirmed. He has never ever played anything besides um, shortstop uh, in regards to uh, Brandon Crawford. But you know, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I think that first of all, I think shortstop outside of pick your poison pitcher catcher outside of that shortstop's the most difficult position in the game. I mean, there's so much that you're involved in. Um, you know, you're kind of the leader of the infield. You're kind of the leader of the the field actually out there you're the one calling shots to the outfield and um you got to have the best range you got to have argue arguably the best arm um and you got to be smart you gotta know what you're doing i think that you know i've been telling people this week i understand from the competitive perspective about crawford i get it it's probably a little deep down frustrating we may never see it from him because he's a pros pro and whatever but you know, him moving to third, I think it's going to be great. I think he could be fantastic there. Obviously, he's going to be working the next couple months on getting a lot of reps there. Um, I, I'm totally with you on the reason why. I know the that last year, he, he again, yes, he showed a lot of good things at shortstop like he has through the years. He's been one of the better defensive shortstops in the game for a decade now. Had some signs last year that maybe he's starting to slow up a little bit. But at third base, you don't have to cover as much ground as you do at shortstop. And, you know, there's no denying his intelligence on the field. He's going to know what to do. with. Like, I guarantee you he's going to do a lot of, like, some sort of deke on, on the corner over there and get a guy off the bag and tag him out. Like, I'm, that's going to happen because he's so smart. And his arm still very well plays at a high level. Like, Brandon yeah. Crawford's got a rocket still. So, you know, combining him at third with Carlos Correa at short, who is very good. 2021 gold glove. Um, this could be arguably the best left side of the infield in baseball, at least the national league. Yeah, I think so too. And it's going to be very important too, because the giants have made it a point basically to put it out there that literally anybody can play first base. So they're, 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 they're going to need a a lot of clean play, clean throws over there from from, from the left side. Because, That's a great yeah, point. Because if, if you're going to have J- J.D. Davis, Wilmer Flores, Lamont Wade, I mean, literally anybody on the roster, I, I think they'd be they'd be down to throw over there at, at some point over at first. You're going to need some pretty clean play over over there on on the left side of the infield. So I think it's it's a good idea that it, it's the route I would go if if I'm if I'm Farhan. I don't think you can you can find a better third baseman you know, defensively on the market right now. I mean, you know, Evan Longoria is probably the top third baseman on the market currently. And, you know, we, we, we know he, he only plays half the time. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving Crawford over there, you know, and maybe, and maybe also it keeps him a little more healthy, not having to move around as much. And, you know, 
so much range and dive, you know, diving all the time. Because Crawford believes he can make every play. Sure. But, but I think the reps in spring in spring training with uh, with Correa over there, I think, you know, that's going to be really really important just to kind of get that chemistry down. But I think w- w- once they do, it's going to make the Giants infield so much better than it was a year ago because it fucking sucked last year. You make a great point that I haven't even taken into consideration about the quality of throws coming from third base. And trust me, like this isn't a knock on Evan Longoria because defensively when Longoria was out there, he was still pretty darn good the last couple of years, but he has missed a lot of time. And then you have other guys over there that, you know, aren't playing quality third base, but Crawford, you know, yeah, Crawford, you know, you're going to get good throws, especially with the um, instability that we may see over at first base right now, unless the giants bring in someone or whatever, but yeah, you're, you're getting Davis Wade jr. Um, you know, Flores over there who may not be able to, you know, pick or move as uh, quickly um, for errant throws. And so Crawford may address that issue on his own and take care of some of the load defensively at first base while playing third base. Now, that's a great point. I haven't even thought about that. Um, but also talking about the amount of games he's going to play. Now, I, I truly think that Crawford could be you know, mostly a platoon. I mean, they have other options that can play third base. You have a right-handed bat in J.D. Davis. You have a right-handed bat in Wilmer Flores, even though he probably won't be over there much. But J.D. Davis could very well play a significant amount of games over there if there's a lefty on the mound. Um, I think in a perfect world, if Brandon Crawford's healthy for this year, 100, 110 games, you know, get get him, just get good quality stuff from him and keep him fresh out the air. And if the Giants sneak into the playoffs, then you have a good Brandon Crawford that, you know, you're not really worried about, especially defensively. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's very much a possibility, too, where um, this kind of gives him an option to not have to be out there every single day. Plus, this very well could be and probably is his last year uh, in a Giants uniform, whether he decides to retire and hang him up or go get maybe a one-year deal after this year. He's probably going to want to go out and play good baseball. So, um, yeah, I think overall this is a win-win for everybody. Again, kind of going back to my first point, he may not be super stoked about it. He's a shortstop. He's going to always be a shortstop. There's like nobody's taking that away from Brandon Crawford, and he knows that. But, yeah, is this probably what's best for the team with what what else is around there right now on the team and in free agency? Absolutely. I I think Brandon Crawford could be a – Maybe not an all-star or gold glove third baseman, but a damn good one. Yeah, I think so too. And I, I think I think the the one guy to look out for in this whole situation is David VR. Like, what what is the True. plan? What's the plan going to be with him? Because the, the way he ended, you know, last year he showed a lot of flashes and a lot of signs. And yeah, and hell, you know, he's actually young. The Giants don't have a lot of young players that are showing promise. And besides him and Joey Bart, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they want to do with him. Whether I, I think it's too early in his career to like kind of put him in, in that in that right-handed DH slot. Like you you want to you want to at least give him an opportunity to sh- showcase his, his abilities in the field to see what you got there. Because like we just said, this is probably gonna be Crawford's last year as a Giant. Uh, JD, it's gonna be the, la- the last year of JD Davis's contract, so we don't know what his future holds after next year. So there's, I mean, and Wilmer Flores is, is you know they just they just resigned him, but Wilmer Flores has yeah. been around a while. He's been around a while too. I mean, he's not the third baseman. He's not the anything of the future. He's the just the right now. So yeah, yeah I'm gonna be interested to see how David VR kind of factors into that third base, uh, first base kind of 
kind of scenario because he because yeah, the way he ended the year, it's gonna be hard to keep him off the field too much. Yeah, and and, and I want to see David Vr get a fair shot. I don't I don't think he's a superstar by any means, but I think that he could be a very important um piece. Of, like I, if he turns out to be kind of like the Tyro Estrada kind of impact um on this team, then that's solid. Um, and we love Tyro Estrada, but um, if yeah, if David Vr can come in and actually yeah, he plays first base too. He's he's younger than most of those other options. Um, probably can move around a little better. So he did appear in, appear in 11 games at first last year. So could see VR over there as well. That way to keep his bat in lineup, especially if we're going to see a lot of Jock Peterson at DH, Wilmer Flores at DH. There are definitely a lot of options. But in regards of Crawford moving to third, I think you and I are pretty optimistic that um, this is going to be okay for sure. It, it'll so, be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um you know, we didn't have a ton. There's, there's hasn't been a ton going on since you know the Giants announced that Correa will be going to the Giants. Um, obviously, uh, you know, we touched on his uh, delayed, postponed press conference this morning. Which who knows when that'll happen? But you know, all jokes aside, he's going to be a Giant. We're ecstatic, ecstatic about that. But kind of just a little fun thing uh, we wanted to wrap up here. It's going to be a short episode. All I want for Christmas, just a little, little something fun, because this may be the last. <laughs> this may be our last episode of the year. We haven't decided yet. If something else breaks, of course, in the next week or so, we will definitely be on here. Um, but you know, if nothing really big happens over the next week and a half or so, this could be the last show for 2022. So, kind of wanted to get this in. Um, in regards to the Giants, Rob, all I want for Christmas is there anything? else that you could add this offseason that you would want the Giants to do? I just want Donnie Walton and Jason Vossler to make the opening day roster. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but, Good no. God. Yeah, wait, you know what? We, we, uh, we didn't even talk about the revolving door at shortstop last year when Crawford was hurt, so yeah, we, let's, not yeah. Get into, let's not get into that. <laughs> can we go back and say, though, this too? God forbid something <laughs> happens to Carlos Correa or he needs a day, whatever. We have good old 35 that can fill in at shortstop. Yeah, right? Yeah, and not not Donovan Walton or Jason Vossler or <laughs> or a Dixon Machado. So, but oh, no, God, yeah. but no, you know what? All over Christmas as a Giants fan at this point, you know, I, I want Taylor Rogers. You know, I I've been kind of sitting on that and Taylor you know, people, Rogers. You know, people, you know, people are, uh, you know, they like hammer at home the you know, the him and Tyler Tyler Rogers, you know, being twin brothers and, and shit and like how. How cool that would be! How fitting it would be! No, the Giants just need a they need a badass lefty in the bullpen and get guys out. You know, I don't care who it is; it could be me. But you know, <laughs> that gonna happen. So the the Giants they need somebody on the back end besides Camilo Duvall who can get outs because if not, they are going to run Camilo Duvall into the ground again this coming year. He can't be having no six out saves. Jake McGee didn't work out last year. Dominic Leon didn't work out. Uh, John Brebbia got got relegated to to a to being a damn opener, like they need some help in, in the back end of, of that bullpen. So, for Christmas, I want to wake up and Tyler, Taylor Rogers and and I mean Tyler Rogers going to be there too, but Taylor Rogers be under the tree. Yeah, I feel you. I'm with you. Um, Giants could really use one or two more bullpen pieces to help out Duvall in the back. Um, don't want him overused. And of course, mm-hmm. like you bring up John Brebbia, I'm hoping with these additions to the starting rotation slash rotation depth that we can actually see Brebbia just do what he's supposed to do, and that's relieve in games. Yeah. And in, uh, you know, big opportunities, because I think he's good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you went the bullpen route. 
All I want for Christmas, I'll go for the right-handed outfield bat, and I'll get specific, and I don't care if y'all like it or not. I've been kind of touching about this for a while. Like, I want an Adam Duvall reunion, man. And I th- I think that he can come in and just platoon and, and be a, a part-time guy, but he still has solid power. I mean, appeared in only 86 games this last year with the Braves, 12 home runs, 36 RBIs, um, you know. Not fantastic numbers this last year, but was banged up. Um, his last full year in 2021, he played 146 games. He had 38 home runs and 113 RBIs. I mean, we're just just over a year removed from that season. Right. So if you think that Adam Duvall, who's 33, I know he's kind of in those tweener years for you know contract leverage, but if they could get bring him in and Farhan could throw in one of his famous options for year two, maybe incentive-based, uh, why not bring in Adam Duvall, who's actually, like, he's not god-awful defensively. Um, he can play all three positions in the outfield, which Giants love versatility. He provides that. And he could uh, DH for you if you want against the lefty or something if Jock's not in the lineup. And um, pinch hit late in games if they need him to. So, Adam and Duvall, I, I, I think that uh, if all I want for Christmas is, I mean, it's not a huge ask, but bring back Adam Duvall. Yeah, you know, it, it's not it's not a huge ask. And, you know, there's a lot of comparisons you can take with him and, like, Mitch Hanniger. They both had big 2021 seasons. Both got yeah. hurt Both got hurt last year. I mean, there's not a lot of difference between the, the two guys. I, I, you, you know, hey, you Hanniger's know, been doing it at a more consistent level for a, a longer time. But Adam Duvall just kind of had to find his place in in, in the league. And at, at least in, in Atlanta, they, you know, they, they were able to utilize him in the right way. I mean, no disrespect to uh, the uh, Mike Lee. Mike Leak trade. I don't know if he's listening. Back back Probably. in the day, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if, <laughs> if Mr. Mike Leak is, is listening to, to the Say Hey podcast. But yeah, I think getting rid of Adam Duvall, you know, kind of stung the Giants for a while because they had they generated basically no power out of their minor league system. You know, after him, you know, it's been a long time. So I would I would take that for sure. Yeah, and and you know they could really use another right-handed hitting outfielder because outside of Mitch Haniger and you know your occasional Austin Slater, who's yep. a part-time guy. They don't have anybody. Everybody else is left-handed. Jock, Yastrzemski, Wade. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think that's a fair ask, and it's not asking for too much. So, um, last one before we wrap up here: New Year, new goals. Now, what I mean by this is obviously we hope that there's more moves to be made to this current roster. Um, but, you know, if this was the roster moving forward, trust me, we're not doing like predictions and all that. That is months away. Um, but like if, if this was the roster moving into 2023, like what would the goal be for 2023, Rob? Realistically, if, I have mine. OK, if nothing changed, it would be to probably get the last wild card spot. I 80, 85 wins. That's fair. As of right now, I th- I'm optimistic, you know, I. Yeah, like you said, all, all jokes aside about Korea not not showing up today for for whatever reason. Um, no, the the Giants going out and getting getting Korea really kind of restored my, my faith, and I think a lot of fans' faith in what the Giants are, are trying to do. So I believe it's going to get better. And but as of right now, yeah, I mean, best case scenario, I think they're an eighty five win team as of right now. But I, I think I think it'll get better. Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, that last playoff spot, I mean, here's the thing. Um, they're still significantly behind 
at least on paper, Los Angeles and San Diego. I mean, those two teams are going to rule the West probably for the foreseeable future. Like they have, I mean, especially the Dodgers, Padres, you know, really came on this last year, obviously. Um, but, you know, those teams are ultra aggressive. They're going to spend their money. Um, and that's that's going to be the NOS. But, yeah, I, I see 85 to 87 wins as of right now. And just get in the wild card. Just get in the tournament. I mean, and if you're if this rotation is on, I mean, you can argue that health aside, injuries aside, whatever, if the Giants with the current rotation that they have is healthy and at the top of their game, I mean, it, they're right there with the Dodgers, I think, in regards of, you know, because the Dodgers, the Dodgers guys get injured too. I mean, Walker Bueller, we don't know. They're bringing back Clayton Kershaw for like his 15th year. <laughs> um, you know, Julio Arias is is pretty solid. But other than that, it's, you don't know, Dustin May has to be healthy. Noah um, Syndergaard. No Syndergaard's there now, you're right. And then the Padres rotation is really a big wild card. Um, yeah. I mean, you get you Darvish and Blake Snell who will go through their bad spells. I mean, it happens. Joe Musgrove's really good, but yes. outside of that, who knows? Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is this is probably a third place team with Arizona coming up on the heels, though. I, I think the Diamondbacks are young and they're getting better. They're not awful. Um, so yeah. Uh We'll see. Uh, see if they can bring in anybody else over the next couple weeks. Yeah, and, and something else to look, look out for. I know we just talked about David Villar a, a little bit ago, too, but, you know, he is a prime uh, trade candidate right now, too, because with the, with the with the log jam they kind of have at, at the corners right now, and with him, with him having youth on his side, and the Giants have been, you know, rumored in the in the uh, trade market re- recently, so – to acquire another right-handed outfielder if they don't sign one, I, that's that that's a name to, to to look out for on on the trade market. So him or Slater, team control, yeah. you know, yeah. more young athletic guys, and um, a guy like VR definitely you know shows some value um, that he could be valuable to other teams. So I like David VR, but you know nobody's nobody's out of the realm of getting moved. If you're gonna make the team better. You know, you're available. Yep. So mm-hmm. just my thought on that. Um, yeah, hey, appreciate uh, you guys joining us again today. I know it was a shorter episode, but wanted to get this one in. Like I said earlier, if something happens over the next week and a half or so, we'll jump on here, throw out another episode. But if not, um, probably could be our last episode of the year. So we want to thank everybody for their support. Um, and, you know, we'll see you in 2023. Hopefully it's a big year for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go back and listen to our other episodes, uh, you can get our whole catalog of shows at believe.com or wherever you get your podcasts. So for say, Hey, Doug and say, Hey, Rob, Merry Christmas. Happy, ho- whatever. Happy holidays. All that good stuff. Go Giants. Go Giants. Say, Hey, say, who? say, Willie. say, Hey, say, who? at the plate. Say, Hey. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.